Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good. Well, I thought about it bad and it sounded bad. Well, that's your fault, not mine. Valid point. It's science, baby. It's a valid point. I don't know if it's science, science but, you know. Hashtag science. Hashtag science. Speaking of hashtag science, comes naturally, we are. Yo, Mike. I am Cody, and today we are joined by Taj. Hey, what up, fellas? What's hey, that happening? What's up? Nothing. All right, all right. Got some news to talk about today, everybody. Oh, yeah. Do we? Yeah, we got some news to talk about. There's a few things that looks like that have popped up, yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, cool things like, you know, James Wan is doing a Knight Rider movie. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That was one of them. Yep. But the big news, well, at least some of the big news. So it was announced today by Lionsgate because they had their uh, their call, um, financial call for the year, which obviously we all know is struggling for everybody. Um, they announced that they have greenlit John Wick 5. I did hear that one. And it's going to be a back back-to-back production with John Wick 4 because John Wick 4 got delayed because of Matrix 4 being delayed uh, because of COVID. So there's a new release date for John Wick 4. It's no longer coming out on the same day as Matrix 4 uh, unless Warner Brothers moves that back, but I doubt that highly. Just Um, have one big Keanu weekend. Well, that's what it originally planned because it was originally supposed to be John Wick 4 and Matrix 4 all on the same weekend. Yeah, which was originally supposed to be back uh, Bill and Ted, so we can just do a John Wick week or a a Keanu weekend. I mean, (laughs) it doesn't stop you from doing it. Yeah, but yeah, so originally it was supposed to be May twenty first, two thousand twenty one, but now John Wick four has been pushed back to May twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. Yep, because of the because the fact that he wasn't done filming, he was only done. Um. Four weeks of shooting in Matrix Four when they had to stop production. So, I mean, hopefully with the with the delay of their production, also they may need to move their date back. But you know, I don't know if they want to push it back the same day. But you know, it'd be cool if they did. I didn't, I didn't realize they had started already on that. Yeah, you haven't seen. You have actual um, footage in uh, like of both Keanu and uh, um, what's her face. Uh, What's her name? Uh, Moss. Oh, uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss, yeah, doing stunts on a bike, on a motorcycle. Pretty cool looking. Um, but they, uh, they're in this article that I was reading earlier. Well, this is the one from ComingSoon.net. 
they were talking about how uh, Lionsgate, like John Wick, is Lionsgate's like number one like profitable f- franchise now, and soon to yeah, be like six hundred million dollars. Yeah, for like the that. first three movies. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty done well. Yeah, for an R for R rated action flicks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they keep getting better and better. So I mean, that's even more of a miracle. Because we all know the curse of three movies. One is good, two is not, three is good, hopefully. But they have, so not only do they have those, but so they greenlit five, right? We kind of knew that already, but they already set like production for it now. But they're also doing a spinoff movie called The Ballerina, which is a spinoff from Parabellum. Um, it's actually being written by the co-writer of three. And then oh, they so have it's about the... Uh... His uh, Russian family. Yeah. Yep. And then they have the um, a star mm-hmm. series that's coming out called The Continental, which is focusing on the hotel and the underworld that is the hotel. Uh, Hotels, as uh, we know. That now. was already in the works, though, correct? Yeah. Yep. But that's part of the whole, like, because there was rumors that it wasn't going to be tied directly to any of them, you know, other than being part of the John Wick universe. Right. Um, but now I guess they're going to be having characters that go back and forth. So you'll see some characters that have shown up in the movies also in the show, and then the show will have people that probably show up in the movies as well. So that's, Word. Pretty, cool. that's pretty cool. Right on, right on. Might as well, you know, make it. And and with every movie, we keep getting more and more, like, backstory and lore in this right, world. There's a lot you know? of additional stuff that keeps getting added for sure. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Kind of keep opening it up. Like Harry Potter for Hitman. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I guess that's one way of looking at it. But I'll say this, though. There's more magic in these uh, three movies than all seven of the, uh, uh, or eight of the Harry Potter movies. Right, Mike? Yes. Fuck you, Harry Potter franchise. Wow. <laughs> Sick wow. burn. He's uh, a happy guy. I don't, I don't want to bring up Harry Potter again, but I'm going to. Um, because I'm, <laughs> I'm reading Deathly Hollows right now oh hey, how much death bro bro first off fuck a that book fool. fuck nah, that book all right because holy shit like jesus christ but there's like holy shit and jesus christ yeah like i am audiobook wise let's see where i'm at percentage wise or time i have listened to four and a half hours all right. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have listened to six and a half hours of this book, right? Okay. I have 16 hours left. This motherfucker hasn't even <laughs> left London. He hasn't even made, he didn't, jeez. They're, they're at Grim Old Place right now. So if Grim Old Place, if you don't remember what Grim Old Place is, that's Sirius Black's family's house. Yep. That... I don't remember this being part of the movies, but Harry actually inherits after yeah, Sirius dies. It wasn't that a part of the movie. It never came up in the movies, but I do know I know it from the story. Yeah. But my whole thing is, man, those movies leave out a lot of background story on some of those characters that are pretty inter- interesting. They don't have a choice, though. That's well, the, I realize that. I mean, obviously, story. you know, you're you're making movies – Two hour, two and a half hour, three hour movies out of books that are, you know, obviously long. fucking forever long. But it's interesting because there's like 
just in the beginning of this, there's an there's an obituary written about uh, for people who don't know, spoiler alert, the end of uh, uh, the last of book six. Uh, you know, Dumbledore dies, so there's a lot of fallout happening in the beginning of Deathly Hollows. Takes up it takes up a month after um, the the funeral services uh, have happened, which by the way. Is it convenient that Dumbledore died at the end of the school semester? <laughs> a little convenient, I suppose. Like, they're all done with finals, and, like, he takes Harry on this last adventure, and he ends up dying that, that same time. Like, wow. Keep, good on yeah, them they, keeping the school schedule going. talking about them just finishing owls and all that. Yeah. And that. Yeah. Oh, it's like, wow, like that's perfect timing, guys. Like, good job keeping your educational system going. We can't even do that during COVID, and these guys are doing. I mean, a in all fairness, they were. It's not like they had graduated or anything. They still had. I mean, owls were owls are for every year after third year, right? Yeah. So, well, they're well, they they're in their well, <laughs> they're they're sort of in their last year. Um, but they, uh, they never really started their last year. Though. Yeah. That's well, the, yeah, because they're they're they plan they the three of them, Harry, Hermione, and Ron, don't plan on going back. So that's but that's the all thing. because of all this stuff. Otherwise, they would have. And so technically, you know, well, yeah. while, yes, good at the end of the year, bad that, you know, they're not fully educated. That's very true. That's the worst part. And they show it, too. God damn, Harry is so useless sometimes in really? this. Like, he's... Yeah, I know he's he, kind of useless in the movie, if I recall right, too. Yeah, he's always getting help from other people, but, like, he hardly ever thinks of anything for his own right like everyone else kind of grabs a hold of it like ahead of him then this one like there's this part when they're looking for who rab is because that's who has the the very first or the <clears throat> locket which is the horcrux that him and dumbledore go after that ends up not being the real one right so they're going after this rab and they're trying to figure it out and he like is walking by a uh serious blacks or he's leaving serious blacks room from in uh in grim old place and he walks by his older brother or his younger brother's uh, room, and his his name is Regulus Arturus Black, I think, or something like that, which is R A B, mm-hmm. and he's like R A B. I figured it out. I'm like, you got one thing, you got you got fucking one thing. Then it was reminding that remember that uh, creature is the one that took the locket, and they all ha- right. they actually had the locket with them. But anyways, um, what I was gonna bring up about it is the whole magic thing is. Magic is thrown around at the beginning of this book, much like it did the last three books, willy-nilly, left and right. People are, are disapparating everywhere. Uh, even Harry, because he turned 17 in the beginning of this book, which is wizarding legal age, which, by the way, they just start handing out alcohol, by the way. It's fire whiskey and champagne. I was like, damn, England hey, look, is a weird place. Once you, the, once you hit that age, drink it's, it up, bitch. Yeah, man, 17. They're like, Welcome yeah, do what you want. But, like, they're like, uh, <laughs> Harry's, like, zooming shit around the I room. that one. And giving out fucking like concussions to Ron when he's hitting people in the face with stuff. I was like, dang, man, this is, yo, this is why they stop 16 year olds from doing it because you guys are dangerous. But anyhow, I digress. Uh, there's a lot of death in the beginning of the book, by the way. And a lot of under, like weird things that you don't, again, I don't remember them specifically from the movies, but things like um, Ollivander, his shop closed mysteriously. And then you find out what happens to him as Voldemort kidnaps him and like tortures him to get the secrets of the wand and how he can defeat Harry because he realized that his wand is useless against Harry. And I was like, well, that's good. Interesting. All right. Anyhow. Um, 
but yeah, like just the amount of like violence in the first part of that book is unbelievable. Fantastic. Yeah, like ridiculous. A lot of hate, lot of a uh, lot of um, violence towards uh, pretty much anybody in front of a Death Eater. Like anyone in front of a Death Eater, they're like, "Nah, we don't like you." Bam, we don't like you. Boom, we don't like that booth in this restaurant. Boom, blow that shit up. I was like, "Damn." Oh, and, and they, the kids not wanting to murder people is starting to piss me off. By the way, <clears throat> anybody never around them is like trying to kill these motherfuckers. They're like, "Oh, stun, nah, bitch, murder." Like, yeah. what's wrong with that you? Was, that was last. That was the last year. They haven't gotten there yet. They were supposed to learn that. Well, they should have fucking well, said, "Hey, pause I, this." I think real quick. it's one of those, you know, kind of one of those Gryffindor versus Slytherin type things where you know, we, you know, well, Gryffindor stuns. These are the good guys. They don't kill people. Yeah, Why is Slytherin even a, a thing? Like they, they're they're always fucking. They're the why, ones why produce have the evil thing yeah why have like the evil they're class? always the worst people like just like if that hat is like slytherin and you just fucking you're shoot fucked. them you just shoot that <laughs> and then they just automatically go to jail you're like way out the evil <laughs> their dorm room is the fucking uh azkaban you don't maybe yeah. don't shoot them but like don't let them come to school. Don't let them learn more magic. You send them to like a, a boys and go- girls club for magic where it's like real dumbed down and like. They're in the 4-H of the magic world? Yeah, like they're the ones who learn how to fucking raise magical creatures and care for them. Like, the sorting head, I think, kind of explained it at the beginning um, that some really great wizards do come out of Slytherin, but some super duper dark wizards come out of Slytherin too, and that's kind of the thing. So, you know, you're, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot twice if you just kill them all. Yeah. You lose some of the greatness. But, you but I mean, look at the uh, the percentages from every other house. It oh, has sure. to be in the high 80s of, like, decent people, right? And then, like, that one that fucking dope. place yeah. got to be, <laughs> I'm guessing, 30s at best. Like, Oh, that, that might be a, a stretch, too. Fuck that 30. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they just got to go. They no gotta go, what, man. They, Don't let them into school. Slytherin or they gotta complete like a uh, like a sensitivity training course for like <laughs> two semesters before they and they're like a year behind everyone, so they can't get too mouthy or else they'll get bullied by everyone else in their class. You know what I mean? Like, there's ways around this. Like, we could definitely reform the the wizard education system and make it much more efficient and less evil. So it's funny bringing that up, Mike. Um, so. <laughs> James Potter. Is that Potter. what the next movie is about? <laughs> well, no. I mean, the next movie is... Uh, be- okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Beetle the Bard. Well, the next movie is the third uh, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic movie. Beast movie. Yeah. Um, but awesome. James Potter, um, Sirius Black, Lupin. They're I mean, assholes. Yeah, they were bullies. They were mean. Mm-hmm. They were using they spells assholes. against people. Now, I will say this, though. The Half-Blood Prince tells you a little something about Slytherins, too, because Snape was a Slytherin, and he came up with one of the most violent, non-killing spells possible. No, I'm certain it is the violent, the most violent, non-killing spell. Yeah. But it then again... I'm not sure that you can consider it a non-killing spell because had Snape not saved Draco, that motherfucker was dead. Oh yeah, what I'm saying is like, it's not going to kill you instantly. It's not going to like, you know Avocadabra, boom, <laughs> dead. Just you know what I mean? Yeah, like he. That's the thing is like when Harry uses it in the in the movie, he hits Draco with it, and like it's a pretty gnarly like cut. But in the oh, book, it goes from like his navel to his forehead, like, and it's a scar. Yeah. And like it they can't even scar. heal it properly because it's scar. It, they scar it. It scars up. Unlike you know anything else, they're like, oh, we can heal this because it's a curse, and you can't apparently really repair curses because that's why George's ear is gone forever. But <laughs> like, and that's what Snape does that to him too, which is unfortunate because like you know obviously like he pulled that spell that curse. But yeah. But anyways, it's just like, good God, Jesus! It is so violent in the beginning of that book. Awesome. They talk about how Mad Eye took a fucking curse right to the face, and falls off the the fucking the motorcycle the, thingy. The broom? No, he's on the broom. Uh, was it? That's right. Yeah, and he falls from like hundreds of feet in the air. And they're like, "Well, we got to find his body, even no matter how badly broken it is." I was like, "Um, these are still kids, guys. <laughs> what is wrong with you people?" Well, we'll do a closed casket. <laughs> yeah. Of- caskets for all the people the pieces they're gonna have to find um <laughs> anyhow so that's uh that's john wick news <laughs> <laughs> brought it back Sounds to like where, it. brought it back to where we were before was the, the news about john wick um and then so also lionsgate announced today that the one of their new movies um antebellum which is an interesting thing because we just talked about parabellum Antebellum is a, a movie that was it's scheduled. The evil to... version of Parabellum. Yeah. Well, <laughs> isn't Parabellum the evil version of Parabellum? Antibellum. No. Antibellum. Antibellum. Yeah. Um. But basically, it's the. I, I mean, I don't know too much about this movie because like, uh, they had one teaser trailer that came out in theaters when we were actually still able to go to see theaters. Um, but it was basically this like writer chick gets like sent back in time to really relive like racism or something. I don't know. But anyhow, they're releasing it on, uh, interestingly enough on VOD the same day it's hitting some theaters internationally, which is interesting. Okay. Cause like this was going to be one of like their big movies for the year. And they're like, well, fuck it because it's about, you know, social injustice and stuff. We're going to put it out and, you can watch it whenever you want. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'll, it depends on the price. I might pick it up in this article. It doesn't say what the price is, but I was like, what's, what's it called again? Antebellum. 
A N T E B E L L U M. Scheduled to be released VOD on September something, 14th or something like that. I clicked on a different tab. Actually, it says, uh, if I'm 18th. reading this right, pandemic, due to the pandemic, delayed till August 21st. Yeah, that was going to be the original one. Um, and then they just announced today that uh, it'll be on, so you can watch it on demand at home starting September 18th, 2020. Yeah, there it is. Yep. Yeah, originally it was pushed. Not much of a description of what, what it actually is, what the movie is. No, not at all. Um, this is this. I mean, this is what it says here. Um, in antebellum, successful author Veronica Henley finds herself trapped in a horrifying reality that forces her to confront the past, present, and future before it's too late. That is literally the description of the movie. And at least very Wikipedia, Wikipedia lists it, it lists it as a horror movie. Yeah, um, it's made, it's brought to the pe- brought to you by the producers of Get Out and Black the Black's Klansman. Um, and I guess the the two guys who wrote and directed it are like this is their first time doing a motion pic- like a full full length motion picture or something I don't know I thought it was interesting because like they were really hyping this up because like they were showing like we're not gonna tell you what it's about but here's like a teaser and it's like this super like moody like scene of like a forest or something and it says antebellum and it's like okay and then like there's one teaser came out where like she's in modern day and then all of a sudden she's back in like slave days I was like I don't know what this is about I don't know what any of this is about Perfect. yep but I will check it out I just don't know what it is um so that's pretty interesting but next up about video on demand stuff did you guys see about Mulan yeah I'm not no. blown away by that it's interesting it's shitty um, thirty bucks. Yes, but it's not a rental. Well, I mean, it is in a way. It is in a way a rental because yeah. as soon as you know, if if you, uh, if you cancel your subscription, you lose that. Yes. As well. So yeah. it, it is. I mean, and it's on top of. Yeah. What I was gonna say though, it's, it doesn't have like deal. a. It's not like you only get it for two days or whatever, like those other ones that came out earlier in the year did. Right. But you get you can watch as many times as you want. But I was like, well, that seems. I mean, they could easily just make it an on-demand thing in the middle of it, clearly, because they're doing that, in a sense. Yeah, that was supposed to be one of their big money movies, though. You know what I mean? Like, anything under 50 bucks for, like, what was supposed to be a big blockbuster hit, I'm okay with, honestly. Because, not that, you know, caring so much about big corporations making money, but it's just unrealistic to think that they're going to do something that they would have had millions of dollars of box office income and then let, you know, 40 people pile in a house and watch it for 19 bucks. Yeah. Like it's just not, that's not going to happen, you know? So I, it's interesting because it's brand new territory. So you can be like critical of how people are doing it, but I think the way it's been done so far has been handled pretty well. Yeah. It's um, interesting for sure. Um, And like, and like the most of us, um, like the most of us, like the most of America, I would guess, doesn't go to a movie by themselves. Gosh. So they have to like <laughs> Got him. Fucking sick that thirty bucks is 
you know what I mean? That's that's very comparable to me and Jen going to the movie and getting a couple drinks and some popcorn. You know what I mean? Like that's not that far off. I think what Cine One is like fifteen dollar tickets for non matinees now, something like that. Fifteen, yeah. sixteen. Somewhere so yeah, I mean that's I'm perfectly fine with those numbers because there's a couple of those big uh, like Mulan. I don't know if I'd do it because I wasn't like super excited, but I I definitely would have done it for like like Jungle Cruise had they gone that route with it instead of delaying it for a year. Yeah, you know I would have done it for stuff like that. Like happily would have done it for stuff like that. So. Um, it's just interesting though that to, I mean, not the, I mean, I'll probably end up checking it out that way, but I was kind of hoping it would be like 30 bucks through like iTunes or something, but I realized yeah. that would be a rental. Um, so it's not the best idea, but, um, I'm not getting rid of Disney plus anytime soon since I have a three year contract with it. So, um, but it's interesting because like I could have, I mean, you can still wait because it's going to end up on the net, on the streaming service anyways once it comes out on digital um but I do I do really want to see it so I'm probably going to check it out which means those of you who share my Disney Plus will be able to watch it as well okay well, okay damn uh, me for getting my own <laughs> fuck you Mike I gave you a chance I had already ordered mine by the time you had even said something well, unless you wanted to also give it out to a couple of family members of mine too, I'm pretty sure. No, I that don't. Wasn't gonna be a good. No, I wasn't gonna do that. <laughs> I don't even like your other family members. Cody logs in. He's got 15 profiles. Fuck, <laughs> like there's five on there now. I think running out of character avatars. <laughs> All of them are used up. There's four baby Yodas. <laughs> yeah. Finis and Ferb in the far corner. Um, but yeah. So I mean, that was interesting um and i think we're gonna see quite a bit more of this happening um with the not so much disney stuff but just video on demand stuff Who, coming who's, out who's your uh disney plus avatar uh mine's the child yeah uh, i believe it's still chewbacca dash I, I don't even remember it's been like i don't know you bitch you, you log in i know but i haven't logged in in like three weeks Ease. Three weeks. I was on there literally ten minutes ago. I was on there today. I'd be watching Simpsons, dog. Yeah, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're always watching The Simpsons. Safe bet. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Um, like the favorite episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> That's way too difficult to to say right now. Yeah, I'm not sure I can answer that. I got one. I, I spaced on the name, but it's the uh, my favorite one so far in the rewatch, and I think I'm in season six now. Um, oh my god, it's the one with the snakes where they beat the snakes. Oh, like, uh, whacking day. Whacking day. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 That one's so fucking good, dude. Like, there's just joke. At, and I was super baked the first time I watched it, and I, I laughed so hard that I I waited till the next day. And I went back and watched it again to see if it was really that funny. And it's so fucking good, dude. It is easily I easily my favorite one so far of the first six seasons or so. Yeah, it definitely is a memorable one. I remember watching it. And, uh, Marge vs. the Monorail is pretty great, too. That yeah. one holds up really, really well. 
Yep. Um, I don't know. Cody's got one. Mine's the one where they go to uh, Itchy and Scratchy Land. His glasses are fogging up. No, that's just the normal. (laughs) (laughs) The the theme park? Yeah, the theme park one. The Itchy and Scratchy theme park? Yeah, Yeah. which is what they use for their ride, you know, uh, at Universal. But I still like that one a lot because it's just ridiculous. Yeah, that one is a really good one. That and also, uh, what's the one where um, Side Joe Bob's brother comes and it's like there's the waterfall scene? It's supposed to be like uh, supposed to brother comes. Like he he comes he shows up. It's like it's I think it's supposed to be a. Uh, I want to say it's a parody of like um. Is it Cape Fear? I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. where they they take him to the. He's trying to kill Bart on the boat. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good oh, one. Yeah, that, and that yeah, that's the one where Homer keeps uh, scaring him by barging into the uh, yeah into the room and yeah yeah <laughs> like he's yeah. about to kill him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, would you like some a slice of this cake? And he's got like a knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a good one too. Uh, I don't know. I would have to say probably one of the uh, Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, dude. The fog that turns people inside out. <laughs> I always love that one. I always yeah. love the one where the uh, the donut guy comes to life. That shit makes me laugh every time. Lard lad comes to life. Yeah, he's the best. Mike's like that's me. It's me, <laughs> but with hair. Oh, <laughs> uh, he got he won up me. In international fame. <laughs> Damn you, lard lad. And international fame. I don't know. Mike's kind of internationally famous. No, Mike's internationally infamous. There's a big difference. Mm. Yeah. One signs autographs. The other one has to run from the police. <laughs> Splitting hairs. Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, that's not nice. Taj, he has none. Oh, that's twice now. <laughs> It is what it is, dog. I got used to it like eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Um, do right. you get? Oh, sorry. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go ahead, Joe. No, I just said right. Oh, um, did you guys hear about Walmart Drive-In? No. Walmart drive-in. Let me read this it's little like story to you. I'm done. You so, like, this is a real thing. This could, go, this could go one of two ways. This is like Walmart drive-in. Like they, you drive right in and get your groceries, or you get uh, uh, movies. So, can we guess what it is first. Yeah, go That's ahead. My guess. Yours is you drive in. It's it's a movie theater. It's a drive-in movie theater. Okay. My my deal is it's very similar to a drive-in movie theater, but instead of a big giant screen, you tune in your radio to the for the soundtrack. You uh, drive up to the store, and somebody holds a seven-inch portable DVD player, 
and you watch a fucking four in one uh, full screen DVD of 90s action movies Mike, for five dollars. Mike, this is not what you want it to be. It's what it is. <laughs> you told me to guess. Okay, I mean, yeah. Walmart driving. That's the first thing I thought of. I like how you picked seven inch DVD player, like portable DVD player. Like they don't have 12 inch ones now. I'm going to play off of Mike's a little bit there. It's not a seven inch, but they have just a wall of TVs and they're just playing different clips from different movies. It's basically <laughs> it's like what movies. they would do right now. Yeah. <laughs> so they just Except renamed you it. Don't have to, you, you don't have to leave your car. Yeah. Con- contactless. Yeah. Contactless electronic shopping. Okay. Taj, what, what is your guess? Oh, fuck. I can't up those. I have no. <laughs> <laughs> Taj, like, it's a literally, it's a Walmart. They gut it and you drive it in is, and you shop I, in giant I aisles from your car. To be the DVD player holder. Because <laughs> they pay slightly, lightly above minimum wage, like 10 cents above minimum wage. And I was like, I could do that job, guys. I can hold a fucking DVD player. Where do I sign up? Then they're like, we don't actually have someone holding it. Yeah, Mike's well, like, well, I mean, there's miscommunications all over the board at Walmart. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So the actual thing that Walmart drive-in is, is an actual drive-in movie theater set up in 160 Walmart parking lots. It is but the a parking lots are always full. Yeah, coll- it's a collection four. of well, not always. The back half's they, never that full. They play above the store. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> giant cranes. Hold screen. <laughs> sort of, yeah. I mean, in a way. Um, so basically, uh, they've chosen 160 different Walmarts from all over the country. Uh, none in Arizona. None in California. Oh, I was going to say, like, can I watch the movie from my house? Uh, I mean, technically you could, but you have to be in range of the FM transmitter to get the audio. So, it's like, the audio anyway with an FM transmitter. I don't need that. Um, so basically they, uh, they're going to play a curated list of movies created by the Tribeca Film Festival of classic movies, including E.T., Iron Giant, Ghostbusters, and other family-friendly films. Um, so this is a list of some of them. So, uh, inspiring sports stories like Friday Night Lights, The Karate Kid, and Space Jam. Blockbuster franchises, including... Black Panther, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, the Lego Batman movie, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Spy Kids, Teen Titans Go to the Movies, and Wonder Woman. Oh. They also oh, have... You had Mike at Space Jam. For sure. They also have out-of-this-world stories like E.T., the extraterrestrial, Ghostbusters, and, and Men in <laughs> Black International. And then Space Jam. And they have and nostalgic favorites including Back to the Future, Beetlejuice, Space Jam, The Goonies, and Wizard of Oz. Man, nobody likes Wizard of Oz. Replace it with Space Jam. Then you also have inspiring true stories like Dolphin's Tale and Selena. Oh, what about Space Jam? It's how Jordan came back from retirement. Uh, They they categorize as one thing, but you can put it in any of these, really, because guess what? Animated features very uh, every member of the family can enjoy, like Cars, Iron Giant, the Lego movie, and Madagascar. And Space Jam. Yeah. How Space much money every night. are they going to have to fucking dish out for the rights to these movies to play them? Not much. You don't think so? Um, aren't they like uh, part owner in like a streaming service or something? They used to be. Yeah, they used to be. Yeah, so I'm sure the rights are pretty easy to snatch up on a lot of these old ones. But they have celebrity uh, people who are coming out to uh, help this. 
The biggest one is Drew Barrymore. Bugs Bunny. Oh. Who? Drew Barrymore will serve as a virtual oh. host for all events, welcoming guests to the fun, uh, fa- fun family night experience. She'll also make one surprise in-person appearance at one location. Someone Google fanciest Walmart in America. We're going to figure out <laughs> which one that bitch is going to. Somewhere somewhere in Hollywood. That's all I got. Yeah. Hollywood. Be, you ever been to Hollywood? Wherever she she fancy. I said somewhere in Hollywood or a little say around Hollywood. So tickets will be free. It'll It's a pop-up event touring the country in a, over 160 Walmarts. Uh, it, it has to be a Walmart super center, by the way. Oh geez. Uh, the event will um, begin at 6 p.m. Uh, and the films will begin at 7:30. Uh, no late entry allowed, like like a good drive-in would do. Um, so it's very interesting because. Uh, Wait, how do you prevent late entry? Well, they're gonna block off part lot. of the parking lot. No, no, I, I get that, but it's like the store has to be open. There has to be pe- places for people to park. Well, yeah, that's why you do it at the Supercenter because all their parking lots are massive and the back half aren't used. When you go to the – I mean, at least the one over here by my house over in Surprise, um, the bigger one off of Bell & Grand, you go over that one, the back half of that parking lot's not full other than, like, people eating fucking chilies in their car and stuff or Applebee's or whatever that is right there. Applebee's, yeah. Yeah, Applebee's. Getting their riblets on in the parking lot. Wink, wink. When's the last time you ate at Applebee's? Um, easily ten years ago, if not more. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. Easily. Oh, yeah. yeah. Been and like, if I remember correctly, it was terrible. Six or seven years for me. Remember, I used to go there like late at night because it's one of the few restaurants that would be open a little bit later. So me and Jen both worked nights. Sometimes it was like the only option. You go there and you get like a shitty cheeseburger and some cheese sticks. No, no, Mike, those are, that's a cheeseburger. You're you're confusing that. <laughs> nah, it was shitty. Well, no, I'm saying is like shitty. when you go to Applebee's, there isn't a good one. There's just their cheeseburger. Oh, you're you're saying everything is shitty. So why? Yes. Just, oh, just okay. Leave yeah. that out you don't. And just say what you I like. Yeah. I like the mozzarella sticks. Oh my! Aren't they the mozzarella yeah. sticks? You get it like any place. Like it's yeah, the same they, one. Yeah, they come frozen. You yeah. fry them. As long exactly. as they do that, it's good. When, uh, I kind of want to go to Applebee's go now. You guys want to go to Applebee's when the world goes back to normal? Or you want to eat good food? No. Good no, food? No. So, like, we, we just recently had this conversation. If, if, and, if and we're going to go to Applebee's, I'm going to do it while I can get sick normally. Uh, so, okay. like, you know, I'm not going to. Fuck, dude. I went over to that Lou Malnati's, uh, uh, I don't know, Quick Stop or whatever you would call it. That's, that's open? That's open. Yeah. It's busy as fuck, too. Of course it is. But it is so fucking good. Where's it at? Picked it up after. I, uh, so it is, uh, it's on 75th Avenue just off of the 101. Right, because it's like, right, it's north of Union Hills, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's literally like five to ten minutes away from, from Best Buy. Yeah. And that's what I did. I, I got off work. I ordered it on their app. Yeah. I just drove right over there, waited like yeah, 10 minutes because they were busy as fuck, uh, just giving everybody their food in the parking lot. But by the time I got home, it was still pretty hot and still damn good. Dang. Yep. Dang, he says. I was, I was going to text you guys to be jealous of me, but I was too uh, hungry. 
Too jealous of yourself. <laughs> he got done eating. He's like, Good shit, stuff. I should have rubbed it in their faces. Fuck, damn it. <laughs> he looked down and he realized he ate the box. He's like, ah, no proof. It was still good. If the box has cheese on, I'm gonna fuck that box up. That's all I'm saying. Who who could even finish the box? You finished like two slices of pizza and you're fucking full. You shut your whore mouth, you skinny fuck. Yeah, yeah. Don't be talking to us fat guys about yeah. who can eat a whole fucking pizza in a box. Us. I with, me I and Cody can. <laughs> I split a medium with my brother. A medium has six slices. He finished a slice and a half. I finished two slices. Mike and I finished the whole pizza when we watched WrestleMania that one time. We were also high, if I'm not mistaken. At least one of you was, for sure. Yeah, Mike. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm, I want Lumanati's now. Right? Well, the good news is um, you can go to the one that's off of uh, the 101, apparently. Sunday's yep. cheat day. Yep. You <laughs> order Pizza. it on your app. You can set what time you want to pick it up at and just be there. Nice. So Lou yep. Malinati's Glendale Arrowhead now open. Carry out yep. and delivery only. Monday through yep. Friday, 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sunday, 11 a.m. to 10 Now we just need to get a Lolo's to go place somewhere on the west side. And we're going to shoot back up to 399 pounds. <laughs> In a heartbeat. So I, I'm not going to lie. Like, Lolo's I've been craving the most. I, I don't know why. Because you can't I get really, any, like anything like that anywhere else? No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Can't even get uh, good imitation stuff like that anywhere around nope. here. Um, it's funny because, like, remember we like we talked about this before, um, where like Lou's was gonna have all these different locations, and like obviously that never happened. But they have two full restaurants: one in the one we we always go to, uh, that's off of Central or whatever, um, in Camelback, and then they have the one in Scottsdale, and they have two of these Lou's the Goes or whatever they're called, um, which is there's one in uh, obviously Glendale Arrowhead area, and the other one is. Uh, considered phoenix something or other i can't remember 56 something or other i don't know but uh we always uh i was out about yesterday and uh, i saw another giordano's and i was like wait there's another giordano's not an arrowhead this is weird but that was pretty interesting west side's getting their shit together finally just in time for the world to end it only took you know two decades so shit (laughs) It's slowly going um, this way. By the time I'm 50, they're going to have, like, fucking all the good stuff on the side of town. <laughs> Did you guys hear that going back to the drive-in thing that Harkins is doing one at the uh, Chandler Fashion The Chandler location? Fashion Square, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so this weekend they're doing uh, Black Panther on Friday night and then Saturday and Sunday uh, Empire, right? Empire yeah. Strikes Back? Empire Strikes Back. Nice. So it's it's thirty five bucks for however many people you can cram into your car, um, probably legally. Um, they have to require everyone to have a, be able to have a seatbelt. If I'm not mistaken, if I read it. Yeah, correctly. yeah, that was the rule. And then I like how I point to you, but you can't even see my finger. But I'm like, just yeah, on the screen, Cody, on the right. screen, <laughs> just, job. just do it Good on the screen. Like, job. look, I'm pointing at Joe. Look, I'm pointing at Mike. Look, I'm pointing at Taj. See, Good job. Cody. Cody. Oh wait, hold on. Um, Damn. It's trying to get to yeah, and so the the yeah. it's Todd, is my bucks. face, man. Goddamn, how many people with seatbelts you have in your car, and then you get the big bag of popcorn and two bottled drinks, 
and then you get parking and I guess they set up the parking to stagger it and everything and obviously the FM fucking bullshit for the volume and then the concession they have a special walk up concessions available um, and then like the restrooms are still available for customer use but yeah that's cool and I was like, uh, there's a certain one out here off of Australia that has a whole lot of empty fucking parking lot in it that would probably do pretty good, but whatever. Right? I mean, I, I mean it wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't be want to be in the car with Mike and Jen because I wouldn't get any goddamn popcorn. That's <laughs> true. You wouldn't get any popcorn. Yeah, that's all right. But that's why the walk-up thing yeah. is good. Go get your own goddamn popcorn. Well, fair enough. Cody. Yeah. This giant party bag meant for 30 people is going to be gone in 20 minutes. <laughs> you got to have your uh, your your something sweet to go with it, you know? But it's a good idea. It's interesting because, like, um, what was I, I was watching uh, something where, like, there's, like, this family that was doing the same thing. Like, they would get all the neighbors together. And they'd park in a cul-de-sac, and they would project a movie on like a yeah. I've seen a few of those pop up pop up thing. Cool. It was pretty cool. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. like I read one where like the whole the whole cul-de-sac, like everybody, all chipped in money for like a high-end screen and a yeah. high-end projector. Yep. And like somebody was like a fucking like a sound engineer or something like that, and had like a really nice uh, setup for everything. Nice. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's why you should be nice to your neighbors. So when the world goes. To no. shit, you could watch movies. I'd rather not. I, I'm yeah, fine. me either. But just stick to myself. Yeah, that's a good point. But I, I miss the movie theater. <laughs> I do too. I just move. I just miss yeah. movies in the theater. I don't miss the people though. That's for sure. Oh, well, they're my right. friends, you know. Um, speaking of friends, just just kidding. It has nothing to do with friends. Uh, I sent you that trailer for Ridley Scott's um, Raised by Wolves. Did you guys watch it? I yeah. know Mike did. Wow, that was the one I, did I not. to watch. Jesus Christ, what a fucking terrifying watched, nightmare this thing looks. I watched Hoops, the Hoops oh, one, God. and I, I laughed so hard. The, uh, uh, what was the other one? Um, oh, the, the Boys, season two. Yeah, oh, the Boys. The Boys. Uh, there's a clip they released today, too, uh, but I'm not going to watch it because I don't care. Um, <laughs> well, you're going to watch All it right. anyway. Yeah, I'm going to see it, so I mean, I don't need to see a clip that's out of context, you know what I mean? I'll wait till I watch the show and it's out of context. Um, but yeah, no, so this isn't directed. So Raised by Wolves isn't directed by Ridley Scott. It was produced and co-written by him, I believe, or like story-wise it was thought of him or something. But it just looks like a batshit crazy sci-fi thing that to me looked amazing. But it felt like one of those uh, those things like you would only see like it kind of felt like it was going to be a, a like a sci-fi channel original. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, never mind. This is violent as shit. And actually it had pretty good money in it, too. Yeah, it had some money. There's some money thrown in it. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, this is not. And the thing is, sci-fi, I looked it up. Sci-fi ain't got that kind of cheddar. <laughs> no, that, well, they do. They're just not going to spend it on that. They're going to spend it on fucking Battlestar Galactica and then just nothing else. Oh, they're not going to spend it on The Expanse, right, Joe? Yeah, am I right? Am I right? It's in much better hands right now. Much better hands. Um, so the so I had to look this up. I was like, one, I was like, is this based on something that I should know? It's not. It's like something wholly yeah. original. Are you watching it right now, Joe? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Wondering what uh, David Bowie's son here is doing. Uh, you mean his daughter? Daughter. 
Daughter? Is that a daughter? Well, I mean, it's yeah. an androgynous robot, but yeah, might as well be. It's called the mother, right? Yeah, I believe they they yeah referred to her that way. So I looked it up, and I was like, "What? What is this? Because this makes no sense to me. Like, how did this just show up?" So then I saw this thing called Raised by Wolves, which is a British TV show, and I was like, "Okay, what is this?" Um, not the same thing. Um, not the same thing at all. So I was like, "Okay, so what am I missing?" It's not based on anything. It's just something these people thought up on their own, um, and it's looks gorgeous um it looks really cool but it looks like it jumps around in weird genres because obviously you have sci-fi but i could have swore i saw vikings you know for a second there you know you have the huts it looks like native american and then futuristic the uh, star trek stuff if you listen with audio joe it's going to make a little more sense to you yeah i didn't really have too much audio there yeah we're not paying for that um, but originally this was um, going to be on TNT. Bullshit. Yeah. Like, I was like, bro, what? And then it was announced la- like later last year that they're like going to put it on HBO Max. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And I'm watching this thing. I'm like, this is fucking gnarly. Like, it is real fucking violent. Yeah, it looked like it. Um, but yeah, no, I was like, okay, well, let's do this, I guess. I mean, it's Ridley Scott. I give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, for sure. Half of the stuff that he makes is pretty good. Half? I said yeah. half. Well, I'm just trying to, I'm yeah. trying to Probably, like, look, don't get me wrong. I really like Ridley Scott, but for every Alien and Blade Runner movie he's done, he's also done, uh, Fuck, what was that, uh, the Titans movie, or, uh... Clash? Uh, Did he do Clash? Clash of the Titans? No. Fuck, now I don't remember. Right, oh, that's that's like, Wikipedia to the rescue. For every really good movie he's done, he's also done some pretty, you know, awful And And nobody in Hollywood Although, world got a perfect batting average. No, well, no, but I just felt average. like half might have been an undercut. But uh, and to be to be fair, I'm probably thinking of producing credits and stuff like that that he's done. Yeah, there's a lot of producing stuff he's done that's not the best. Not his directly, like his yeah. either written or directed. Well, tell him not to put his name on that bullshit. We won't criticize him for it, <laughs> Ridley. <laughs> if that is your real name, who the fuck's name so, is Ridley? Huh? Here's his filmography: The Duelists, Alien, Blade Runner, Legend. Someone to watch over me. Black Rain. Delman Louise. Oh my God! I didn't know you did that. Yeah. Uh, fourteen ninety two. White Squall. GI Jane. Gladiator. Hannibal. Black Hawk Down. Matchstick Men. Kingdom of Heaven. A Good Year. I like Matchstick Men. Kingdom of Heaven sucked ass though. You shut You're your kidding? fucking mouth. I love that movie. I don't know why. I'm sorry, Mike. Go, um, good. A, a Good Dogs Year. And Kings. That's what I was trying to remember. Oh yeah, no, uh, that movie was terrible. Uh, American yeah. Gangster. Body of Lies, Robin Hood, the uh, the Russell Crowe, Prometheus, the Counselor, Exodus, Gods and Kings. That Gross was not movie. good. Is that that Russell Crowe, uh, Robin Hood worth watching? I never seen that one. I'd say it's worth I, watching. I'm not gonna say it's great, but it's worth watching. Yeah, I liked it for what it was, which was more of like a historical yeah yeah movie. He was less splitting an arrow with an arrow 
than Robin anything Hood. else. Yeah. Yeah. I go with I go with what, what Joe says there. Gotcha. It's definitely watchable though. Because uh, a couple years ago, I rewatched the Kevin Costner one, and I was like, oh, this doesn't hold up as well as I hoped it would. <laughs> I was like, this was a bummer to rewatch this one. <laughs> if you go into thinking that one's going to be like a cinematic uh, masterpiece, you're definitely going to get this one. I remember it as a kid being like this big, epic movie. And when I watched it, there's like some cool performances and like cool stuff. But it's just not a good movie. <laughs> but then there's the parts like uh, what's the um, I was it's the the his brother Christian Slater. Christian Slater, thank you. Terrible. The fuck terrible me, he cleared it part. Fuck me, cleared it. Yeah, that is my favorite. <laughs> line fuck from me, the movie. that's how you, that's how you, that's the that's the mid '90s way to get an F word thrown in the movie that's not rated R. There you, you go. get that one. Yep, We're like gotta we gotta get count. this one. Um, what Christian Slater said, he says it all the time. The Martian, Alien Covenant, all the money in the world. That's it. So I'd say more than 50%. Mm. 70. I haven't seen some of these, but I would say some of that's probably true. I'm going to say the ones I haven't seen are garbage. We'd have to separate, again, what he executive produced and what he directed. Well, I think he just read off as anything he directed. All of those were directed. Matchstick, matchstick men was pretty good. I agree with that. That's um, it's black yeah, that was really, really good. That's black good rain is that the one that had Michael Douglas? Is that the one uh, Meatloaf's in? Which one? Black rain. Black rain is Michael Douglas's action movie. Oh, Andy, yeah. I was trying to think of which uh, who else was in that one. Uh, it's, it's, the, of, uh, it's the purple rain cover. Remember the old VHS art looked like purple rain. Yeah. Oh. What are you thinking of? I think I know, you said that what Meatloaf the, was in. That's the, the, oh, Hard Rain. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I think so. Where he's like That's the Christian truck Slater driver. And Morgan no. Freeman. No, what's the name of that? I know exactly. No, that is. It's a truck driving movie, though. It's the one, yeah. Is it? Is, no, is Morgan Freeman in that? Hard Rain's the one where the town flugs with Morgan Freeman and Christian Slater. Uh, Black Dog is the train. Or is there the, we go. The truck one with uh, Swayze. That's Swayze and Meatloaf. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's the one I was yeah. thinking of. Okay. And. and Oh fuck! That's What's the one. Name? Matt is a country singer. Oh, uh, not oh, Dwight. Shit. It's not Dwight Yoakam. It's the other no, one that did acting for a hot minute. God damn it! Yeah, he's in a few movies. I mean, it should have been Dwight Yoakam. That dude's awesome. Dwight Yoakam, low cool, low low key, really good actor. It's kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Big goofy looking bastard. Randy Travis. There you go. Randy yeah, Travis. there you go. He got shot. He did get shot. Remember the funny by a like, fucking hand cannon. Yeah, it's the only way to do it. Meatloaf, not the best uh, with the acting. Sometimes. No, he's really not. He was awesome in Fight Club. Eh, it's just because he had big old titties. He's huge. <laughs> no, he he's the one that beat Jared Leto's face in with no, the big not. old titties. No, Bob did not beat Jared Leto. Oh no, Jared Leto's face in. Um, Bob had bitch tits. He did. Bob it. had well, bitch tits. That's Meatloaf. You know what's Fuck funny him. about that? In the book, that's a big thing. Like they talk about in that in the book, is they bring up the stuff like that stuff. But that's like they use that as like a mantra. It's real fucking strange. That's strange indeed. Ed Norton yeah. beat Jared Leto. Yeah, it was. Ed yeah, it was Ed Norton. Yeah, that was a good movie too. A really good movie. I remember, you know, I knew nothing about you know being a book or anything like that. And that that movie, when I watched it, I was completely mind fucked. Oh yeah, I mean Jesus. 
Who wouldn't be? Completely. Who wouldn't be? Psychopaths. Um, speaking of uh, mind fucks, I think that's it for this uh, week's episode, everybody. Anybody else got anything else? We're nah. roughly at an hour or so. For real? Yeah. Talked about jo- Joe's box wanting to be filled with stuff. Talked about <laughs> movies. You know. Josh is gonna, Joe's going to go stuff his box after we... We can talk about other stuff out. next week. Yeah, you know, whatever. So that's it for yeah. this week's episode of Comes Naturally. We are... Joe. Mike. I am Cody, and again, we were joined by... Taj. And as usual, you fuckers just came naturally. <laughs>